Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, Vince Quinn here with you on 94 WIP. We're going to continue talking about Eagles, Phillies, everything that happened in the Braves game tonight. But first, we got to change gears a little bit here and bring on, because I saw this list. It's the Philly Mag 2019 Best of Food and Drink list, which obviously I was interested and I know you're interested. So let's bring on somebody who made this list possible. Alex Tufik, food editor at Philly Mag. Alex, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Well, yeah, I mean, the list is amazing. It's so big. And just even if you didn't read the list, that one of the best things about it is you get pictures of the food in there and you scroll and you look at all these different things and you just get so hungry reading the list. It just it looks amazing. All this stuff on here. Yeah, it's beautiful, right? It is. And so, uh, well, let me ask you, because, I mean, again, the list is massive. So when you've got all of these different places, all these different styles of food and everything, I mean, like what goes into making a list that's that big? I mean, the whole Best of Philly endeavor is enormous. It takes the entire, like, it takes the, the whole editorial team to do this huge, massive project. It takes all year, basically, researching, going out, trying um, these new places that have opened or old places that have stuck around and done an amazing job over the years. Um, and in my case, I have, you know, I have a little, a small little food team that reports to me and then I myself eat out all the time in Philadelphia and we go out, you know, all year. I, I'm, I'm always logging things, making sure I don't forget that this person deserves an award of some sort by the time this comes around. Um, and then, you know, beginning of summer, I send everybody out, tell them to go try all these things that I think are very special. They come back to me and we put together this giant, giant list of food and drink in Philadelphia. <laughs> Yeah, and it is a massive, massive list. So let's get into some of these things, because there's a couple of items that really stuck out to me. One is uh, best Chinese, because the thing is with Chinese, like there's there's so much more Chinese food in this city, I think, than people realize. So so how do you come up with the best Chinese place? What did you pick? Well, we picked Chang Gourmet. Um, it's this new Hunan restaurant. So Hunan is like this province of China, like central China, um, and it's a Hunan restaurant on Walnut Street. So usually the, the kind of, these kinds of things like steamed fish heads and frogs with fresh chili and sauteed trotters, all that like, you know, super, you know, in-depth kind of cuisine, that usually sits in Chinatown. But I saw this on Walnut Street. I'm like, oh, my God, this is in the, in the thick of like Center City next to like bars and other restaurants. I'm like, this is really cool. So we gave it to this restaurant because it's just really inventive. It's really beautiful inside. It's approachable, but also ambitious. It does all the things that, you know, checks off all the boxes that we wanted to check off. Well, I, I'm glad to hear that, but I got to say, I, I got a little distracted because you mentioned frog. What what does yeah. frog taste like? Frog, it's, it's chicken. <laughs> no, this is corny, but it, it does <laughs> kind of taste like chicken. Um the, the the thing about this cuisine specifically, Hunan cuisine, it's it's a lot of garlic and chili. So it's really spicy and it's really garlicky and there's like shallots and other, you know, other things in there. But it's garlic and chilies. So it's 
basically a think like kind of chicken with garlic and chilies. That's delicious, right? Yeah, hey, that sounds good to me. Yeah. I mean, to be fair though, like I'm one of those people that eats everything. I'm basically a dog, you know. I just uh, dude, I'll sh- then you got you have to go there. Then you're gonna love it. Yeah, I I certainly do. I got to check it out, and that's and that's part of the thing. That's why I had to bring you on to talk about this list because there's so many places. And naturally, like as soon as I saw the list, I mean, I'm not even kidding. I saw the list. I sent it in a direct message to my girlfriend who loves doing all that kind of foodie stuff, and she was like, "Oh yeah, here we go." So now we've got all these <laughs> different things. We have this big checklist because of this list you guys put together. It Philly mag and so uh and so it's it's great now let me ask you this because this is this was controversial to me and I'm curious to see if you got any blowback from this either but your best cheesesteak Alex is salmon what what, what is that (laughs) what happened there what what was going on with that all right so the cheesesteak usually we give like a best cheesesteak place or a regular cheesesteak shop or like a little a deli or you know any of those cheesesteak places in Philly um this year we played it a little fast and loose, and we gave it to think- people who are doing it, doing you know different things. So, we gave the best cheesesteak in Philly to Sister Muhammad's uh, salmon cheesesteak, and that's not a very uh, that's not a very known thing, but it's for sure a thing. It exists in North Philly, in you know dense areas, uh, you know dense Muslim communities. Um, they opt out from the eating meat. So they, there are shops that make these fish cheesesteaks, and salmon is, a, is usually the popular fish that they use. Wow. And so so what, does, it sounds, what does it look like? It sounds, you know, it sounds unlike anything you've ever had, but this is actually, like, it's really good. It's, it's, it's just better than you think it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the it's, thing, because I'm trying to, like, when, when you have the typical cheesesteak conversation, right, it's always, you're talking about the beef and the way it's sliced and all that stuff, and I'm trying to envision, like, what, is a, what does the meat, what does the salmon look like inside the rolls? Like, is it like ri- a steak? Is yeah, it's it chopped like ripped up? up. It's ripped up. It's mixed with cheese. And usually, you know, cheese and fish is, like, sacrilegious in some parts of the world, but not... It, not in the cheesesteak. <laughs> it's but it's just delicious. It's salty. It still has that like creaminess that you would get out of a cheesesteak. It has the same kind of bite, a little softer. Um, but it's just it's a it's a really delicious sandwich that I think everybody should try at least one. Okay, well, I'm going to do it soon enough. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, now, <laughs> we're talking with Alex Tufik, by the way. He's the food editor at Philly Mag. Put this massive Best of Philly 2019 food and drink list together. So let's go to it. This is an item that I just had to smile as soon as I read the title, Alex. Best stoner food. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so what is the... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly, right? I mean, dispensaries all are all over the place. They're in Jersey. Like, you're, you're, everybody's uncle has a medical card or knows a guy. That's you know right. what I mean? So, yeah, let's get to it. What's the best stoner food in Philadelphia? So, N.A. Poe, he's this, um, he's this marijuana, you know, advocate in Philly. Kind of a, kind of a name around town. And he opened this tiny little sandwich shop right on Frankfurt Avenue in Fishtown. And it's a walk-up window. You walk up right off the street um, to this window and they make sandwiches and they're really delicious, like kind of over the top, extra cheesy, a bunch of fried stuff on it. Um, you know, like everything you want when you're, <laughs> yep. when you're high. So <laughs> he, does, he really, as, as an advocate himself, he really knows what he's doing. So he makes these really amazing sandwiches, and the the best thing is that it's open until 3 a.m. on weekends. So, you know, 
Yeah, that, and that's you. what you. And same thing if you're high. Now I gotta, I gotta ask, did, did you or anybody on the staff, did you kind of properly taste test the stuff? I well, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2019, you know. So 2019. That's what, yeah. Yeah, we've right. we all done it. All right, get off your high horse, people. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. All right. So let's go to this one because hey, we are a sports station. As much as I, I feel like people are like Vince, you don't talk about sports enough. We are, we are a sports station. I do know that. And one of the things on your list is best ballpark food. So for all the people that are out there going to games and stuff, what's that one item they should try when they go to the park? So Questlove, you know Questlove, the drummer. Yeah. The famous Philadelphian drummer. From the roots. From the roots. Um, he made a cheesesteak, and it's a it's not a vegan cheese. It's a vegetarian cheesesteak, and it's made with Beyond, or is it Beyond Meat? It's one of those. Uh, yeah, like Beyond Burger, one of those uh, artificial yeah. meats. Like the I'm lab trying to remember meats. which one it is, but anyway, it's it's one of the oh, it's Impossible, it's Impossible meats. Okay, so it's it's the same kind of thing. It's you know plant based meats. It's fried up the same way any cheesesteak would be fried up. It's mixed with this you know it's a cheesesteak. It's an actual cheesesteak. It's and not salmon. <laughs> it, it satisfies every single craving. Every single it satisfies the exact thing that you needed to satisfy when you want a cheesesteak. And it's only available at Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. Yeah, and it, it just sounds so interesting because I've had some of that stuff before, and it is better than you'd expect. You hear, like, plant-based meat, what is this? It's actually really good, and I do recommend yeah, it, people try it. For sure, for sure. It's going to change. It, it's right now it's changing the game, but it, it is the first thing. You know, I, I eat a lot for a living. I, I love meat, of course. I do think that there should be more people eating vegetables, and I think we should be eating less meat. And this is the first kind of thing I've seen where I'm like, oh my god, we don't need we don't need like meat anymore. You know, if we, <laughs> this is this is a really good substitute. So he 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 made a really good product with um, the Impossible Food. Yeah, I mean, I I think it was like Missouri or something that came out with some law where those artificial meats couldn't label their burgers as burgers to protect the farm industry down there. Like yeah. it, it's crazy. Yeah. So this stuff is crazy. is really good and it's making a lot of noise nationally. So here it is That's in our right. own backyard. Now here's the other thing, Alex. I'm going through your list and I noticed that when it comes to croissants, it it seems like you guys put on quite the affair. How did you come up with the best croissant in Philadelphia? All right. So I've noticed through through the year. Um, I'm seeing more and more people, in general, there's like a, a rise in the baking culture in Philadelphia. People doing more breads, they're doing more pastries, there's, you know, little little uh, pop-ups. There are people branching out on their own and starting their own, like, super high-end bread companies. So I'm seeing a lot, of, a lot more pastries in the city. And I'm noticing there's a lot more croissants in the city, too. And I, I was like, you know what, maybe we should pick the best croissant. But I didn't want to just keep it, like... You know, I wanted to spice it up this time, so I put together a team of French foodies in Philadelphia. So French-born or French-raised foodies. I had like a chef from Bibu, which is a super fancy French restaurant in South Philly. His name is Pierre. I got him. I got like this super fancy pastry chef from Lancaster. Um, He used to work at Lebec Fan. I got him, and I got anyway. I got a whole bunch of people. Um, five of them all together. I set up this big taste test in the in the Philly Mag offices, and they all went around and they had like a little checklist, and they just and they all described what things they liked most about each croissant. We had all these people um, send in. You know, we had like 
the Kettle Black, which is this new, beautiful French bakery in Northern Liberties. And we had the Hungry Pigeon in Queen Village send their um, croissants. And we had all these people send their croissants, and we did a taste test. They were all absolutely delicious. Um, but, and I knew it, I knew it deep down inside. I just wanted a bunch of French people to tell me that I was right. But the Hungry Pigeon <laughs> croissant was the best croissant in Philadelphia. And if you need it, if you want to see a beautiful croissant done exactly the way it should be, Technique-wise, and you know, fattiness and layers and all that—the stuff that you you love of about a about a croissant. Hungry Pigeon has the idyllic version of that. Yeah, I love croissants. They're just so fluffy <laughs> and, and t- yeah, right. It's it's amazing. I mean, how can you not like a croissant? They're just the of best. Course. Whether whether it's a croissant by itself or if you get like even just like a, a bacon egg and cheese croissant from Wawa. I, oh, for I, sure. You know, I'm, I'll take it. I, I love it. So yeah, great to hear that there's a an excellent croissant in the city that's French approved. Uh, when a guy named Pierre approves a croissant, I'm in. So that's right. So let's get to the last thing on here because I, my last name's Quint. So people are like you're an Irish guy. What are you talking about? I, but I'm Italian. I'm actually more Italian than I am. Irish, and I see oh, there that, you go. and cool. I see that you've got an Italian hoagie that's on this list. And as an Italian, I'm totally flummoxed by what this thing is. I mean, what is in that thing? It's a crazy Italian hoagie, Alex. So, Middle Child is this sandwich shop um, in Washington Square West. It is awesome, absolutely awesome. I tell everybody who comes out of town to go there. Every time I want lunch, I go there. It's it's just like it's the best place ever. It's owned by the best people. There's a little store, there's a little like market section in the front, and then they just do hoagies and breakfast sandwiches, and they're just, they're like specialists in this. And they made an Italian hoagie, and the owner, Matt Kahn, is the creator of this thing, and it's, it's a perfect sandwich. And to say that about an Italian hoagie in Philly, that's like, that's a big deal, right? Like, there's so many Italian hoagies in the city, and there's so many amazing, you know, hoagie shops, and yeah. what makes this one so special? And, this guy nailed it. He just, he's a genius. <laughs> he, he picks Sarcone's bread. Um, he toasts it lightly for everything's very intentional. He, he uses Genoa uh, salami because, and it's not, it's imported, but it's not very fancy because he was so once that sort of like, you know, that nostalgia you get when you eat salami in your, in your Italian hoagie. He picks like this super fatty, uh, prosciutto cotto that has a little funk to it. So it, it gives it, you know, it like elevates it and gives it some depth. The cheese is super, super sharp provolone and it gives it some nice saltiness. And then he, he's not afraid of mayo, which I'm, I'm always like flummoxed by, you know, hoagie shops are in there like anti-mayo when it comes to their, their Italian hoagies. But Agreed. he uses this mayo that's infused with all the ingredients you want um, and typically, even go on an Italian hoagie. So that he basically makes a vinaigrette, mixes it, mixes it into a mayo, and then puts this like artichoke spread on it. And it's it looks like an Italian hoagie. It feels like an Italian hoagie, and it, it's like it's very evocative of everything that you love about an Italian hoagie. But it's so much better than all the other Italian hoagies. It's <laughs> yeah. just fantastic. It looks amazing. Because, again, there's a picture of it. And if you want to see it, go to the Best of Philly 2019 food and drink list. I'll tweet out the link in a couple of minutes as soon as we hit the break here. And uh, all of this possible because of Alex Tufik, food editor at Philly Mag, and the rest of the staff over there. Alex, thanks so much for hopping on the show, man. It was great to talk to you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you timing me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.